If Tyrus says you shall not make a sculptured image, why do we have pictures of the Rebbe? Today, almost all Jews allow photographs, even for personal use, family. But if you go back long enough, there was a big question. When the photography first appeared, the position of the Haredi Jews, of religious Jews, was that they're not allowed to do it. Because it says, called Pesel and called Tumuna. You're not allowed to make a pestle. Pestle means a three-dimensional likeness. You're not allowed to make the face of a person in three dimensions. This is for sure not allowed. So when you make a bust of a person's face, you have to disfigure the nose. That's the haloch. You can't just have a face. And then there's tumuna. Tumuna means a two-dimensional image, which means a picture, basically. Lady Isam called tumuna. So when photography first appeared, Yidin, from a Yidin, avoided being photographed. Uh, the Rebbe Rashab was very, very particular not to be photographed. It says in Yudl, in, in, in um, Fala Khan's Sefer, which is called Lubavitch V'chayaleh and I'm almost sure it's written there, that when the Rebbe Rashab used to go to Tashlech Rosh Hashanah, he went with a talus, with a shtraim. And uh, there's actually a Rashima from the Friyidik Rebbe where he makes mention of this. People used to go on the river in boats, with uh, photography apparatus, you're talking now, the turn of the century, right, 120 years ago, 110 years ago. So photography then was much more difficult than photography is today. To try and catch a glimpse of the Rebbe Rashab and photograph him standing by Tashlich with a shtraim. So the Rebbe Rashab used to surround himself with the tallest bachrim, who were taller than he was, nobody should be able to see him. He made an effort not to be photographed. The Friedrich Rebbe writes in one of his rishimis, that we went to Tashlich, and there was people on a truck, I think, who photographed him. And even though my father doesn't want it, I'm really hoping the picture came out. It's a very cute little shtickle from the Friedrich Rebbe, where he actually is, even though his father didn't want the photo, he wishes the picture is going to come out. We do have a photograph of the Rebbe Rashab. And the story of the photograph of the Rebbe Rashab is, this is brought also, I think, in the Bible of that he was thinking to move to Eretz Yisrael. So it was a passport picture, and it was taken a few months before he passed away, in the winter of Tafrish Pei, 1920. And the Rebbe Tanchaya Mushka told people that the Zaydat Bechlala Zaynish that the Rebbe Rashab, on the day that he was photographed, was in such a bad mood that you can't recognize him. He said, anybody who knew him knew he didn't look like that. In other words, the whole beauty of his face is not in that photo because he was so frustrated by the fact that he needed it to be picked to photograph. So the Rebbe Rashab was very particular to be photographed. Moreover, if you look at the pictures of our Rebbe, before he was Rebbe, you'll notice something very, very interesting. Very frequently, the Rebbe has his finger on his nose, or he's scratching his nose. Or it's almost, if you pay attention, it seems like an anomaly, but it's in so many of the pictures. Because halakhically, the nose is the face. So the Rebbe would push it, put his hand over his nose. He was at a wedding. Being photographed, he would... He would if he saw the photographer taking a picture, he'd block his nose. A trainer studios, trainer, Mr. Trainer, was once interviewed years ago. And he said that when he, first, when he was, he was, he was his Parnasa, when the Rebbe became Rebbe, and he was taking pictures of the chuppas, the Rebbe used to block his nose as well. And he asked the Rebbe to stop doing it, because it's important this Parnasa, and the Rebbe acquiesced. The Friedrich Rebbe was photographed extensively. And of course, from the Friedrich Rebbe, you had these incredible 
incredible candid pictures. They're very unusual. You don't have such pictures of our Rebbe, who was photographed day and night, but you have very private, intimate moments when he's sitting in his office. And the reason we have all of these very, very, very intimate, candid photos is because his grandson had a hobby to take pictures, and the previous Rebbe told his secretary to let him do what he wants. And he took all these pictures, and we have all of these photos, many of them. So um, the Friedrich Rebbe didn't seem to have an issue with having pictures. In 1948 or 49, the Friedrich was living in America, and the Chassidim, most of them were overseas, and he wrote a letter through Ravak, Rabbi Yaman Gorodetsky, who was the head of the Lishka in Paris, that he wants all the Mishpachas of Anash to go to a studio and take family photos, and I think he asked people to go back a second time because he wanted them to be standing so he could see how tall they are and take pictures of everybody and send them to him. So everybody went to a studio, and these were very poor people. These people had no money. And they paid good money, it was not easy, and they had themselves professionally photographed, you're talking 1948, 47, 49, and sent the pictures to the Fiyadik And you should know, in hindsight, it was a Moedin de Kenes, because most people would not have any pictures of their family members from that time, and in some cases at all, if not for this request. I know that I have my father's Zangizunt with his father and brother and sister, such a picture. They only they would not have taken such a picture. They couldn't afford it. It was only because the Rebbe said. And the Zezechet, my wife's Zaydid, Abnis Nemanov, he was not a photographic kind of guy. But there was a Rafa and the Rebbe take pictures, so they went and they took pictures. And for many people, these pictures are now very, very precious. But the official reason that the Rebbe wanted these photos was because he wanted to look at the Chassidim. These pictures were sent to New York and the Rebbe would look at them and he would actually write, I looked at them. And in some cases he would make comments about the people. So it was the Chassid in who wrote the previous Rebbe a letter of complaint, of criticism. And the Toychen of the letter was that everybody knows that there's a con- controversy about photographs. And in the Haredi world, there were some people who were very against it. I mean, the, the Satmere, for example, and a lot of the Haredi in Yerushalayim, even now, are against it. And he objected to the fact that the Fidik Rebbe was asking, asking Chassidim to make photos because it seems to be a lack of a higher standard of Rumkai. The previous Rebbe did not answer that Chassid, but our Rebbe did, and the letters printed in the Rebbe's Igris. Of course, it does not say the name of the Chassid who wrote this criticism. So in the Rebbe's response to that chassid, the letter is printed in Igris Kedish without a name. And you have these dots, and after, which represents his name. And after the dots it says, Vifel the Shir Kritikirin. How much are you going to criticize? And what the Rebbe writes to him, that if the Fidik Rebbe says you can do it, you're allowed to do it. And then the Rebbe says to him, why are you wasting your time with criticism? Instead, engage in Askona. So the Rebbe says to him, I know you and you know me. They knew each other from 20 years earlier. And the Rebbe says, you know what kind of introvert I am. And I know what kind of extrovert you are. And nevertheless, I broke my nature completely to be involved in a fatasayahadus because it's what the time demands. So you, instead of finding things to complain about, do something good. That's, that's a very powerful letter. It's printed in Nigris Kedish. Of the Rebbe before the Nesiyah, Tavshin Tess probably. But the Rebbe wanted letters, pictures of Chassid. Now I happen to have heard a story which addresses the question directly 
When I was in California as a boy, I had a malamid whose name was Reb Nissen Hayward. All of us shalom. And Reb Nissen Hayward told us the following story that happened with him. He was a Sephardi living in Shanghai, China. That's where he lived. He was born there, Mestam. And during the war years, the, all the refugees ended up in Shanghai. So you had the Lubavitcher yeshiva, you had the Lublin yeshiva, you had the Mir yeshiva, and you had the Amshin of a Rebbe. And he was a Yetzir Venichtis everywhere. He, he, his family's level of Yiddishkeit was probably lower. But when all of these Erlecha people came, he got involved in the different yeshivas. He was very influenced by all of them. In the end, he became a Lubavitcher, but he had a very strong connection to the Amshin of a Rebbe. After the war, he developed a relationship with the Kloisenberger Rebbe. And I think he was close to the Mir and also for a while, but he became a Lubavitcher. He came to Calgary, I think, someplace in Canada, with his mother. His father had already passed, I think. And one of his contacts was the Kloisenberger Rebbe. And the Kloisenberger Rebbe at that time was very much against uh, photographs. And he must have spoken out very, very strongly. Reb Nissen Haywood was a hot-blooded Sfardi, very devout. He took all of his photos and threw them into a fire and destroyed them all. I heard the story from him directly. Amongst the pictures that he burned was pictures of his father, of which he could never replace, pictures of the Friedrich Rebbe and pictures of the Helik Amshin of Rebbe. He must have told this to somebody. He must have told one of the Lubavitcher Chassidim and said, how could you do that? The Rebbe allowed the photographs. The Rebbe asked Chassidim to take pictures. In other words, he became aware that there's more than one way of looking at it. That although the Kloisenberg at that time felt strongly they're not supposed to have pictures, but apparently the Lubavitcher Rebbe felt otherwise. He had a very special relationship with the Rebbe. He was an elder Bacher. And he used to ask the Rebbe all questions. So we actually went into Yechides and asked the Rebbe about this. But his question had two parts. Number one, the Rebbe should clarify for him the issue of having pictures. And number two, he burnt pictures of the Friedrich Rebbe. He burnt pictures of the Yamshin of Rebbe. Maybe this requires a ticking. So he went into the Rebbe, and he must have written a note in which he informed the Rebbe of what he had done. And he's asking the Rebbe, number one, is it okay to have pictures? Is it not okay to have pictures? Number two, what should he do about the fact that he burned photographs of tzaddikim? So the Rebbe told him, this is, I remember him, his words. Dubes gerecht. This is given in dem aklip. Aber as drabeim abn gezen. As his daughter, Ellison, halten zeye de bilder, halten zeye de bilder, I think. Hoben zeye von dem zugenommen de klip. This is almost word for word what he told me. And in English it means, you're right. There was a klipa, there's a problem. A spiritual problem with having photos. But when the Rabbeim saw the great benefit that could come from people holding their pictures, they removed the klipa from it. And once they removed the klipa, they removed the klipa altogether. In other words, not just from themselves, but from all people. Now, of course, these words, srichem limud, rav, because we don't mess around with Allah. You know, you don't just matter iser because people are going to gain. In other words, if it's a black and white, if it's a double also, if you're not allowed, the Rebbe wouldn't say it's mutter. 
But a yes, that the whole question of having tmuna is a gray area to start with. It's not a lab data. It's not like pestle, which is mamish osur. Tmuna is a gray area. It's a question. So api alocha, it's permitted. But Charedi Jews, Elachayidin, decided what do you need it for? It's better to stay away from it. And the Rebbe concurred that there was a spiritual reason also not to do it. But once the Rebbeim saw how useful it would be for people to have their photos, they removed the klipa. And once they removed the klipa, they removed it completely. And then the Rebbe continued. Those are the Rebbe's words exactly. And the fact that you burned the photos, the likenesses of holy gufes, holy tzaddikim, and the Rebbe gave him a ticking chew. The Rebbe told him what he should do to correct it. He wouldn't tell us what the ticking was. But this is the story that he told us. So I'm happy you asked this question simply that I can share this story. That there is, a, there is room for the idea not to have photos. And that the Rebbe said that since the Tayyel isn't having photos of Sadiqim, so we're Mekel Abadinian of pictures.